All right, happy Sunday. This is the Sunday morning with the Elohim, December the 4th, 2022. Welcome to this two-hour gathering from a bunch of people here on the conference call, simulcast with this radio show. Thank you for joining in. And time will tell what's going to happen. And I should say... Would you like to say your name in your city? Yes, I would. Positive greetings, Win from Sedona. It's Raiden. Hi, Raiden. We recognize, Hi, Raiden. We recognize those voices. <laughs> hey, Raiden, how long have you been saying positive greetings? Welcome to the call. Please say name and location. Good morning, everyone. It's Mike Hi, and Mary. Mary. <laughs> Welcome, Hi, Mike, Mike and Mary. And Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like about five years now. Mm. Uh, if you're listening on BBS, this warm greeting happens with everybody is because we send everybody ten dollars every time they say Happy hello. Sunday, welcome to the conference call. Don't don't spring. Hi, Joan. I don't think you could pay people to be this happy, though. (laughs) And that is, let me tell you why that happens. I I talked about this in a different way a couple of days ago. I want to try to repeat it because I like it. I want to see if it creates the right mental image. Happy Sunday. Would you like to say anything? Well, would you? But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. Hi, just passed on the draw this morning. It's okay if you want to say With happy Sunday, so we all come in happy. (laughs) Uh, What I was going to say was, I said this is like a club, but it's different than any other club I've ever. Uh, been connected with or heard about because we have all of us on this conference line. Welcome to the call. Please and Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> hi, hi. This is Jennifer from Greensburg. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Thank you. Welcome. Hi. Welcome, Jennifer. Hi. Thank you. We have all these people on the conference line who you're hearing them say hello, and you're hearing their cheery voices. And then we have a huge amount of beings on the other side that are joining in. Of course, we can't see them. We can't hear them. But they have an energy, and they help uplift the vibration of the call. So people come into the call, and you may, you know, you may not experience this the first time. You probably won't, but some people do. But people come into the call, and they feel this joyous energy from the other side, and it infects them. I'm not talking about COVID, okay? It infects them, infectious, in a good way, and um, and they start to share it with each other. So when you hear people saying hello, 
it's my belief that that's the reason people are like that. And, you know, they have told us uh, for years, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, get back frog out of my throat. <laughs> for years, we have been talking to them verbally through my partner, Terry Brown, who I think she is one of the most amazing people that have ever lived on the planet. And I've known her for 40 years. And for the first 20 years, I thought she was a space cadet. And then one, one night she woke me up and said, get a tape recorder out. And suddenly I was talking to uh, an intelligence that identified themselves as the Council of Elohim. May I pause and, you, human? Pardon me? May I pause you that we start the recording? Oh, okay. Start the recording. All right. So today it is uh, December the 12th. Sorry, December the 4th. No. And let me mute the phone lines also. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Give me one second over oh. here. You know where you are at? So you said you got the, the connection through Terry. The recording has started. This is December 4th, 2012, 22, 2022. When in Sedona, Arizona, Terry Brown in the fifth dimension with friends, really great friends. And um, this is our Sunday with the Elohim call. And before I started the recording, I was just, you know, talking to the people from BBS because I always figure there's someone that tuned into us that says, what the hell is this about? And so I was talking about uh, how this started was one night in 2022, Terry woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get the tape recorder out. I got a tape recorder out or a digital tape recorder. I still call them a tape recorder, but there's no tape anymore. But when, uh, when, 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 when you just said 2022, it didn't happen yesterday. <laughs> uh, oh, thank you. Thanks for for the correction, yeah. it was 2000 and 2002 it happened. <laughs> and uh, Terry said, and I started communicating, and an intelligence was seemingly speaking to me through Terry, and it was uh, told me to ask him questions. And I asked him questions, and, and they identified themselves by the name the Council of Elohim, which when I Googled it was one of the names for God in the Old Testament, the name the Mormons use for God and the creators of the universe. And I said, uh, are you the same Elohim? I asked them. And they said, we're part of the same. And they didn't describe themselves in the way that we normally think of God. They said they were a group, and they 
kind of administered energy flows through the universe. And that um, they existed before there was a universe and that they created the beginning template for the physical universe. Now, do you think that was easy to believe? My girlfriend's waking me up in the middle of the night and and I'm talking to uh, an intelligence that identifies itself like that. No, it was, I didn't believe it. I said, I'm open to it, but it's got to prove itself to me. So we had a number of sessions and, and over time, I asked them every question about who they were. Then we had a phenomenal healing, impossible miracle healing, because I asked them to help my sister. And um, bit by bit by bit, the pieces started falling into place. And I was asking questions um, that never had been asked before. And they told me no one had ever done anything like we had been doing this because instead of turning it into a church and saying worship them, we just kept asking questions every Sunday and recording them all and putting up a website with all the answers to the questions and told people, you decide. We're just putting it out there. This is what they say. and. If it works for you, then keep coming back. And people kept coming back because of this uplifted energy on the call. And, of course, during this period of time between 2002 and the present time, we have all witnessed the world going into this incredible downward spiral um, with all kinds of things going on that could be very scary. You know, COVID, uh, you know, I'm not going to enumerate them all. You probably know. And there's a lot of corruption in this on this planet. And, you know, we, we learned why there's corruption. You want to know why? It's because initially, at the beginning stages of the creation of the universe, everyone was, all the beings were in a very high dimension, which means at the very beginning, they didn't have bodies. They all could tune into each other. Um... And there was a lot of loving energy. But there was not persistence. And everything was in the moment because there was no physicality. There was nothing to persist. And so they developed the challenge of how to create persistence. And they learned they could combine frequencies. We have about 40 hours of conversations with them about the whole evolution of the universe on the spirit channel, the spirit channel.net. 
It's under topics, how the Elohim created the universe. And it is fascinating. The people that have discovered it rave about it because it explains some of the deepest mysteries of life. And, um, and at the time of this creation, the Elohim were, were and still are pure energy bodies. The best way to describe it. Maybe it's not the best, but it's the best way that I know how. And um, they could move their energy. They could expand their energy. They could contract their energy. And there were millions of them operating as teams creating what would happen next. Just as uh, even in the physical realm, we all operate, not necessarily as teams, but this call is a team, and we're creating what happens next. But we don't have the ease of creation that they did because they didn't have bodies. They were very fluid, and they could combine their energies really easily and work as a team to increase their power of creation. And we we combine our energies. We combine our energies on this call. But we're not as facile as it, at it as they are, okay? So um, when they come into this call, they can create... They're at a very high dimension. And they need... I think this is correct. They need help to get into this dimension. They need an energy link from their dimension to this dimension. And we're helping to create that energy link on this call. And then we make requests. And and then sometimes we have miracles, okay? Sometimes we have things that blow me away that have convinced me over time that they are real and we are a portal for this energy from the highest realms and there's nothing to join. There's, you don't have to spend any money. Occasionally we do some kind of workshop, but we haven't done one for a while. And even when we do them, we don't charge a lot for it. And just, if you, if you come to these calls and it, it starts to seem real to you, we have over 2,000 calls posted on the Spirit Channel. And you can go and listen to them anytime you want. And um, I just wanted to give that little introduction because somebody is tuning into us that never heard us before. And they tell us no one has ever done what we're doing. And I have to believe it, okay? And uh, so a lot of times people tune into us 
and they think we're like something, and they haven't taken the time to figure it, okay, that we're not like anything else, and then they keep thinking, oh, we're like them, or we're like people who channel, or we're like this. And I can tell you, the more you investigate us, the more you will find that we are not like anyone else. And this is different. And I think I explained why it was different as I was talking. But um, if you missed it, listen to the replay. <laughs> and it's not easy to put this into the world because it doesn't fit into anything else. Probably it's closest to a religion, but it's not a religion because it has no doctrines. It has nothing to believe in. It just has a bunch of conversations from a source that was the the beginning source for the realm who call themselves the Elohim. And early on, I asked them, do you like to be worshipped? And they said, no. They said, we're like your celestial big brothers, and we can help you in ways that you can't help yourself. But worship creates a division. And... um we are aspects of you. We are part of you. You are part of us. We are just at a higher level in the matrix. So they don't want to be worshipped. They want to be our higher level friends. And as many of the people who come to our calls regularly have discovered that they can they start to feel their energy in between the calls. They don't have to just be on the call to feel their energy. They make requests. They ask for help. And suddenly something shifts in the physical world that would probably look like a miracle. And um, when the Elohim have a pathway from their realm into our realm, it enables them to do things that can help us. And their criteria is, is it for the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will? And um, so, as all of you know, who are regulars on our call, Terry left this realm on August 14th of this year. And she was our channel to the Elohim. And after a few days of her being gone, people started popping up all over the place who were coming to our calls and telling me 
I think Terry contacted me. I had a conversation with Terry. I heard Terry knock you over the wall. And one of the people who seemed to be pretty on it is named Joy Ayer in Slim, Washington. And she she became very masterful using a pendulum and asking questions. And she called me and she said, I think Terry is coming through my pendulum. And I started asking, she said, would you ask some questions and see if you can validate it? And so I did. And I validated it. In fact, uh, I feel Terry was saying she was in my space all the time and she was monitoring us and she's monitoring our work and she's monitoring um, our connections with the Elohim and her and joy. And I started to tune into feeling her. It's like I know how she feels. And she's a wonderful person to be around. And uh, I could feel this uplifted energy in my space. And then I started talking to her. (laughs) Hi, Terry, we're taking a ride. We're getting in the car now. (laughs) And I had the feeling she was really there. I have to be careful or they're going to take me away and <laughs> lock me up. <laughs> but nonetheless, Joy has been coming to our calls regularly and we have been asking questions to Terry and friends usually every Sunday that Joy can show up. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, We've learned through asking questions that there's all these people that are connecting with Terry when she's on the call, and they're working as a team now from the other side to help uplift the vibration that we help them access in this realm. And so just take a moment. I'll say hello to my old first magnificent girlfriend when I was in college who taught me more about the universe than anyone ever had uh, prior to my life because I was an intellectual nerd and she was a bohemian student of spirituality, health food, and Edgar Casey, and she introduced me to Edgar Casey, and she died. Terry and I used to go visit her. She lived in Encinitas, California. Her name was Jillian, and uh, I'm giving a wave to Jillian. We're going to give a wave to everybody in just a moment. Hi, Jillian. And uh, I was not the best boyfriend, but Jillian blessed me and put up with me, and uh, um, she's saying yes. 
was agreeing that I was not the best boyfriend? Yes, that she put up with you, too. All of the above. Hey, don't tell them. <laughs> listen, listen, we're public now. You know, I know. <laughs> I, I can't even sue you for defamation. <laughs> All right. No, the truth is the truth. I was not the best boyfriend. And uh, probably some part of me thought I was blessing her, and I had no idea how she was blessing me, okay? And uh, in so many ways. So my mother and father are there. And hi, Joe. Hi, Ruth. If you still go by those names. And Christopher is there. And and there is the fifth dimension. There is the fifth dimension. Christopher is there, who was a regular on our calls. Hi, Christopher. And and, John Roger. John Roger was a guy who was a spiritual teacher that Jillian introduced me to. And when I first met him, I had a reading from him in Philadelphia. He was traveling around doing readings. And I was traveling around playing music everywhere and sleeping on people's couches. And he told me in this reading, I was uh, reliving the patterns of a past life as a troubadour in England a thousand years ago. And he told me the details of that life. And he said, my girlfriend at the time was a lady in waiting. And that my father at the time was a guy who I knew when I was a troubadour. And, uh, and, um, it was the very first time I ever had anyone had any direct experience of a past life. And I kept thinking, could this be true? Can this be true? Can this be true? And then I realized a few hours after the reading that, oh my God, I wrote a song that I told the same story that he told me. And I thought the song was a fantasy. I didn't realize I was writing it about myself. And I was totally convinced that the story was true, that I was a troubadour. And then when I came to Los Angeles, I started coming to his seminars. And uh, I had gone to so many spiritual seminars by that time, living in Berkeley, going to all the different gurus. And I went to his seminar, and I experienced something. I never experienced in anybody else's seminar. And that was this incredible energy coming into the room and clearing my patterns and uh, taking all my tightness in my body away and negativity away. And at the end of the seminar, everyone was loving each other. And I realized that I was, for the first time, I was experiencing the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and, and then I started, you know, at that time, 
I was ready to become one of his minions. I said, you know, people get very devoted to him and, and volunteering and working, and he developed quite a big following. And he told me, no, I'm not supposed to do that. Uh, I have my own past to unfold. And uh, um, and he's now, and he died, he's now coming to our calls. So, hi, Judd Roger, and thank you for mm-hmm. being here. And uh, Hi, hi. He's very wise, and uh, he's very loving, and he changed a lot of people's lives, including mine. And, uh, hey, is Ruben up there with you? Yes. Ruben was this really beautiful Hispanic guy who just was so dedicated. And I remember he would, he, he discovered some good dentists in Mexico and he would go down to Mexico and introduce people to these dentists so they would feel comfortable and they could afford their dental work. And, uh, hi, Ruben. Nice to have you. Hi. Yes. And it's, I could probably think of like 10 more people that are on the line. If I'm not mentioning your name, I'll think of you sooner or later. It's nice to have you all here. And let's give a wave to the whole group. And Joy. Yes. Joy is the person I mentioned earlier who was able to get pretty clear communication of yes and no questions through Terry on her pendulum. And let's, Joy, let's give a confirmation. Terry in the group is here right now, correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, big positive swing. Let's see if you can feel, let's see if you can, yeah. You first to do the invocation to create some protective space. Now well, we're just going to wave hello, and then I'll do the invocation. And, okay. and 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 by the by the way, I forgot to say I need to leave at eleven to call. You need to leave at eleven, right? In half an hour. Okay. Thanks. All right. So, put your hands up. Face your palms towards the sky, although they're not necessarily in the sky. They're just in the here and now, in the space with you. But wave your hands and say, hi, Terry and friends. And see if you can feel some energy flowing in. And let's ask some a few questions. And let me, we have this little invocation to create a protected energy. You know, channeling is not something to be messed with casually because when you're bringing in a voice from the other side, there are many instances where there are negative sources that mimic positive sources. 
And um, how do you know you're not getting one of them? And how do you know you're not being tricked? I mean, it took me three years of kicking the tires of my conversations with the Elohim and the consistency of their loving energy, their ability to provoke miracles, and their incredible transparency in the information they were revealing. Never was there this idea of being subservient to them or uh, um, worshiping them. But there was always a sharing of information. And, you know, one of the things I learned is that once you exist, once you have an energy form, it doesn't ever disintegrate. Um, is that correct, Joy? Yes. Yeah. We are all immortal. And every time we come into the physical, we don't remember that. Because everything in the physical disintegrates. So we think we disintegrate. When the body's gone, then we're gone. And um, it's not true. And uh, when the body's gone, you continue. And you continue based on your level of evolutionary accomplishment in this realm. And that I can tell you, I am sure of what I'm going to say. Coming to our calls regularly speeds up one's evolution in this realm. And... I'm not going to go into a long talk about what that means, of evolution means, but, you know, most humans are, are contracted and they experience life like this is all there is. And um, it's not a true belief, but it appears that way because they are in a body that is going to disintegrate. And when the body disintegrates, they have no validation that they continue after that happens. But on this call, we are getting validation after validation that what I just said is true. The body disintegrates and your soul continues. And where it continues to is connected to what what you did in your life. You're accruing kind of karmic points, light points. So, um, but you're not aware of that while you're in a body because it seems like uh, this is all there is. And um, you don't realize there's no evidence that there's such a thing as karma and that uh, what you do makes a difference after you die. Of course, if you're religious, if you're a Christian, uh, uh, that's one of the precepts of Jesus. 
um, and he oversimplified it. Or I don't know if he did, but you know the idea of heaven and hell. If you're not good, you go to hell, and if you're good, you go to heaven. And that's a gross simplification of how it works. And, um, and I'm getting a no. Hi, Bob. Huh? Hi, hi. I'm getting a no when you're talking about heaven and hell. It's not a gross simplification. Oh, yes, and, but it, I think that I think that what I'm getting is that those are not his his words. <laughs> oh, yeah. he he didn't create he didn't create the idea of heaven and hell. That was yeah, I'm created. Getting a yes, uh, right, I'm getting okay. a yes to what you just said. He did not yeah. create the idea. Yes, but in any case, regardless. Uh, it's, 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 you know, at least Christians believe that there is a consequence for their actions, and there is. And uh, the difference between what I believe to be true is there is a consequence, but you are never permanently stuck into the consequence. Um, you can change it. Uh, by your actions at any time. Do I get a yes for that? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like I mean, you can clear your prob- karma. The karma is hell. Karma is yeah. hell. Right. You can clear it. Right. Right. Getting a yes. Yeah. So. In any case. Coming to these calls and feeling the energy of these calls is one way of clearing karma, I believe. Because you move to you move to a space above your karma, above uh, the karma exists at lower dimensions, and if you can hold yes. the energy of higher dimensions, you're above your karma. It's still there. You're just not entering into it, right? Yes, yes. It's kind of like it's kind of like if uh, you're walking through New York City, a dirt, and there's all this trash on the ground everywhere. You're walking through it. You got all this trash to contend with. But if you get really high up and look down on it from an airplane, uh, you don't see the crash. You just see the beautiful buildings still there but you're above the trash at that point and so this is this is like getting above your karma is that a is that a valid uh, uh i have a yes while you were talking yes yeah okay so in any case um let's see what time is it 11:40 we're going to go to 1 a 1 p.m. No, 12, 12 p.m. 1 p.m. Pacific. Arizona time, Pacific time, but 12 p.m. Pacific time, which most of you are. Um, Arizona is like an hour ahead of Pacific. So we go to a 1 p.m. here. Mm-hmm. And. Um,
you know, I was, I was just uh, reading. I don't know. Do, do you guys follow Elon Musk in the higher realms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But you're not one of his Twitter followers, I'm sure, right? Um, no. No, they they follow what is is being put out on Twitter. They are not twittering. They they are not twittering, but they are following what other people twitter. <laughs> so, you know, I always, I've always wondered about Elon Musk. There's, you know, there's things about him that seem like he's fairly astute as to what going what goes on in the world, and he does his best to keep things pointed towards the positive. Not a yes. But then occasionally, he seems to be a proponent of AI sometimes. And, uh, you know, the things that... I don't he... know why, but I but I just got a no. It just changed to a no. I don't know. I don't know why. Okay. Well... It seems like the things that he's made a lot of money on. Oh, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. I just got, see, sorry. Um, he is a proponent of positive AI. He is not a proponent mm-hmm. of negative AI. Right. But you know what? It's even, it seems to me that any kind of AI can lead to negative, even when it's supposed to be positive, right? Um, I mean, getting getting a yes, it casts yeah. that potential. Yeah. So can it be controlled? I don't know. Could be. I guess anything can be controlled, but it doesn't seem like things are under a high level of control right now. Well, it's, okay? it's I'm getting a yes about control the whole time you're talking about control, but it depends on yeah. who is controlling it. <laughs> right. As to how right. it goes. <laughs> Right, right, right. But if you notice, uh, uh, aside from making a lot of money, Elon Musk's enterprises are usually have an agenda behind them. It's, it's making a positive contribution. In other words, yes. he started uh, putting out electric cars so that we could reduce pollution of the environment. He started out doing uh, space travel because I think he's concerned. I, you know, I never heard him say this, but I think he's concerned we may destroy ourselves on this planet. And uh, he wanted to yeah. create a colony on Mars, right? So people have oh, somewhere to go. Yes. Not a yes. Now, they're getting a yes on that, right? And then yeah. he he put up internet uh, um, satellites all over the place to bring internet at very low cost to people anywhere and yeah. have them access that. And now he bought Twitter and he's 
you know, Twitter has been controlling free speech. And um, he bought Twitter to open it up so free speech can return to yes. Twitter. And some people think that uh, in the last election that there was um, uh, uh, coercion to Twitter to moderate controversial posts. And they did. They took Donald Trump off. They took lots of people off. They wouldn't let them put their posts up. And now, with Musk taking over Twitter, then um, he's changing that policy. Okay? Yes. Mm. 10.46. So is it... His actions were positive, right? Well, those of us on this call think so. <laughs> I mean, generally speaking, I don't know if everybody does, but I, I yeah. think so. I'm getting a yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, for I'm those getting who a yes believe, from our team. Yeah. <laughs> our team on the other side. Yeah, our team, mm-hmm. yeah, wherever they are. <laughs> Thanks, Gene. Uh, you know, the only thing I couldn't understand was on Halloween, there was a picture oh, of him. Don't, I don't bother. Wearing... Don't, don't go there. No, no, no. Don't no. go there. All right. No. Be flat. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, in any case, I should ask now if anyone has a question. They want to ask our sources a yes or no question. Is that okay with you, Joy? Did we yes. call in the light yet? Did we call in the light? Yes. We did? <laughs> well, I thought we did. <laughs> I don't think we did. <laughs> they're, they're I don't remember yes. doing it. I don't. We did? I, I, you know what? We have said it. We've done it so many times. It's just like in my head. I don't remember if we actually did this, but Heist broke in to remind you to do it when mm-hmm. he was telling you that he needed to leave at 11. So, and I'm getting mm-hmm. that yes, I'm getting yes, we did it. <laughs> Maybe we just did it by intent. Let me ask, let me <laughs> ask our sources. Are, are we clear on calling in the light? Yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. You know, call... Calling in the light. Talk is, about space is, cadets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did it. We listened to the replay. I don't think we did. But, you know, the verbal calling in of the light is not as important as the intentional calling in of the light. And um, things you do verbally become frozen like prayers, like magic rituals. But if we say this, it happens. But if your intention does not match the words, it won't do anything. And and many people probably uh, repeat various prayers of various religions in a um, kind of oh, I'm a, getting a monkey. Okay, I'm getting, calling, that we, calling, getting we didn't call, go ahead calling Peter. in the light very. It's very important to call in the light. It's very, yeah, very, very important. 
Is Cecil on the call right. today? Well, probably. Cecil, are you there? Anyway. Star six, Cecil? Well, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Father, I think, Mother, I God. think we just posed, both did it internally. Go ahead. Yeah. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect joy, myself. I don't think we need to do it, include the other side, but we will anyway. I think they're already protected. They are the light. Yes, they are. They and, are. And... Uh, and everyone on this line, everyone who listens to a replay, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to anything, none of that nature, must leave now. And we do have our sources present. I know that. And, uh, and if you have a question or if you uh, um, remember, it's only a yes or no question, okay? It's not, you're going to, you know, when Terry was on the line and she was in a body, we were giving verbal, detailed answers to the questions. And they're all up, all up on our um, the spiritchannel.net, you know, the archives of all those calls, and you can listen to them. But right now, you can ask a yes or no question, and I'll open the lines up. And, and uh, hi, you can open the lines up, okay? All participants are unmuted. There you go, guys. It's all yours. Hey, Cynthia, yeah, like, thank oh. you. Thank you for that for for, for intercepting that <laughs> that lack thereof. <laughs> that yeah. verbal lack and, thereof. But, I'm sure Wynn and I by the way, did it just inside ourselves. It's, yes, it's important. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, who is that? Uh, Edward, I, I have a Go question. Ahead, Edward. Uh, I don't know if Mary is on the call, but I hope Mary is okay. And I um, want to know if he's okay. Okay. Um, Mary from where? You mean Connecticut. Mary? Connecticut. Connecticut. Oh, Mary. Mary. Not, not oh. Jesus's, uh, in, uh, in mother. In Stanford, or... Connecticut? Mm-hmm. Yes, remember? Yes. She's on the call. <coughs> yes, yes, yes. Right. She's okay. Is she is she is she okay? I'm getting she's okay. I don't know what okay is. You know, there's 
well, a variety of okayness. Well, um, but yes, about this, this is <laughs> she was really down in the dumps. It sounded like you know it was, it was really bad, and uh, I was just wondering. Uh, yeah. I'm just hoping she... Well, you hey, know, listen, also, I'm not. That's, that's I'm Mary, not. That's somebody... Mary's business too. What? Go mm-hmm. ahead, I just said that Mary's, that was Mary's business. business. But I just want to um, say that even even I'm not okay. I mean, if somebody asks me, are you okay? And I say, well, there's a lot of areas that are okay, and there's some that are, which were different, but I'm working on yeah. all those, and I've been gradually okay. uh, getting through. You know, what I'm and, getting uh, from Ed is oh, that he's caring about her and wants to know, wants to know, um, you know, how she is. So how about if we do 10 seconds of uh, of focus for her well-being? Her highest and greatest good, and honoring That's her free will right now as a as a okay. group. Just ten seconds. I'm yeah. watching the clock. Ready? Go. Okay. Thank you. You know what I was wondering about was is she still in this realm because she was, you know, talking about dying. So, I'm getting oh, Could we bring her? Could we bring could could we ring her and, and find out how she is? No, we don't want yeah, to do because that. You're right. Okay. Because you're right, Edward. Yeah. We she was here last week. She was in a real state and she was here the week before. And I think right. you're right to be concerned. I think we should try to get hold of her. Well, Ed, you, you can know, call at you some can, point you, Ed Ed can call no, her, but I don't want to put her live on the call. Okay. No, that no, would be... no. God, this is blowing up into something crazy. I, she was, I was worried about her taking her own life. Yeah. She sounded like, yes. you know, yeah. she was talking about Yes, we should bring her and in private. Still on the earth, in, in a physical body. That's all I'm wondering Okay, I, yeah, Ed, I said, I said yes. You? I mean, I got yes, and I said, I spoke okay. that uh, a minute ago or so. Mm-hmm. But there was... So much excitement, I can see how you might not have heard it. Ed, if you call her and you get her on the phone. I'm not going to um, do that. No. I just, oh, God, this is blowing up into something crazy. Okay, I'm glad she's still here. That's all I want to know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Any, any more <laughs> questions? Any more questions? Yeah. Uh, by the way, last week, last Sunday, I was in Terry's storage unit from hell, and uh, I wasn't on the call, and I want to congratulate Heise and Joy for doing it without me. And that was wonderful. Cause You're welcome. I like, I like being, um, not being totally dependent on to do this, you know? Yeah. And um I have a suggestion. Mm. Unless you, you you need to finish your sentence. Mm. Okay. I have a suggestion that we all check to see if we're grounded and breathe, maybe take three nice deep breaths, belly breaths. And just come back together. Cuz Ed is right. This just got 
kind of blown crazy. <laughs> you know, sometimes when somebody's going through something, it's really intense. We all we get very emotional, and we want to fix them. Okay. Yeah. And and it's understandable, but we can only help them on their path. We can't fix them. They have to right. use the energy that comes in to fix themselves, and that that can be a long process, as all of you on this call regularly check in, know that we go up and down, we're totally positive, and then we go into like, God damn it, whoa, you know, all the things that are uh, oppressing us, and then we come up again, and, you know, John Roger, who's on the call, used to call that the theory, I think it was called the theory of reversibility, reversibility? that we don't grow, most people, I mean, anything's possible, but most people don't grow in one fell swoop, like an enlightenment experience, which some people believe, and they just totally change, and all the negativity is gone in you. And it, you, you go up, and then you go down, you go up, and you go down, and uh, the, as you stay on a path of focusing, the ups get longer and the downs get smaller over time. It's like a spiral upwards, but it's not an instant transformation. JR, did I uh, uh, express that correctly? Yes. Oh, Joy, yeah. uh, when I wanted, it's Judy Kane in California. I wanted to express a couple of synchronicities. One to do, has to do with the call, if I can... Get a validation. Okay. Good. Okay. One I want to share with everybody because it was so helpful. This is um, when I was going through a difficult time in the last couple of years. If Mary's on the call by any miracle, I thought of her. Um, at the end of it, it was very layered and um, complicated, and a lot of things took place. And so at the end, it, it aligned and worked itself out. And I wrote a letter or like an email to two lawyers, two realtors that were working on this complicated situation. And I said, you know, the cavalry of God came in the end. It was just my own expression that I felt in that moment. And I used that, that mm -hmm. phrase, the cavalry of God came in the end. And yeah, uh, this weekend, I was listening to David Icke, who I... It works for me, the longtime truther, and um, he talks about the, a bit of, of this phenomena that Wynn partially talked about, which was that he doesn't worry anymore about so many life things because at the end of so many different traumas, when he thought all was lost, the cavalry came, and he used, he didn't say of God, but he said the cavalry came. And I went, wow, that was my expression in my own life. I never had heard it before, never heard it since. Well, it was only six months ago. But, and he said that, so he, because whatever happens in this world, it's not the final reality. The reality is a big reality of infinite God. And he didn't say God, 
He said infinite love, infinite knowing, infinite wisdom. And so when he thinks all is lost, the cavalry has come so many times that um, it made him feel otherwise. And that was what I had expressed that word, the cavalry of God. So I want that's not exactly to do with the call, but we all go through stuff. So I just wanted to validate um, if that's their higher-up message um, in some way to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I want to tell you this other synchronicity that had to do with the call. It had to do with body, actually. And um, Heist was a part of it. So I have a best friend that I've mentioned for many years. She did her own thing, whatever. Since we're 11, we've gone through many different things. So this past two years, um, her husband of 35 years passed away, as did her baby grandson named Cam. He passed away um, suddenly, their only grandchild together of her only daughter. So she was, didn't, and it was a week of each other. The grandpa had known the baby for one week. Anyway, <clears throat> the baby, height, that when that happened, on, there was a special song, very obscure song, that on the baby's birthday, which came, I don't know, certain weeks after, or maybe, I don't know why, I don't know the timing now, but anyway, there was a certain special song that Heist had no way of knowing that. He played this song on the baby's birthday, October 24th. Um, uh-huh. and, the, and then I told my, uh, and I didn't know that this was a song that her and her daughter sang to the baby, and it was a very obscure song. And the um, the song, she said she went crazy. She said, "Oh my God, that's what Sammy and I sang to the baby." And there's a word, there's a just a phrase in the song. It's not even the name of the song. It's called "Cam the Lamb, Cam the Lamb." And the baby's name was Cam, and they used to sing to him, "Cam the Lamb." And Heist played it on the baby's birthday. Heist, you're very clued in. This has happened to me before with you. So, um. I, I, I shared that. Anyway, she went to see Claudia not long ago, and Claudia told her that the baby, a little boy, would be reborn, reincarnated into a family that was not their direct bloodline, but sort of in the extended family. And that happened two days ago, three, November 29th. It happened on my best friend and her husband, who passed also, Birth uh, anniversary, November 29th. The baby was born to a, an, what would have been an aunt, Cam the Lamb, was born to the aunt as a little girl. And look, just like Winnow, always says, sent the picture, looked just like the other little baby. And it's hard to tell him a baby, but this one did. And then, so Claudia was right. This baby was born to an extended family member. He didn't know that the aunt was pregnant or whatever, and this aunt who the baby was born to had had many miscarriages. So this, who knows God's purpose, but this baby came in, um, you know, very wanted, very, and um, the, and she goes, and you know what the kicker is? They named the baby Mia Jude. My name is Judy. And um, she goes, I don't know where they got that name, but I thought it was a little shout out from the universe in my uh, knowing. So I just wanted to validate that. 
I'm getting a yes. <laughs> so that, I hope you guys wow. understood my explanation, but it had to do with, you know, the beauty of, well, first of all, knowing Claudia through the call. She, I haven't even validated this for her yet, but it was amazing. We were all, like, stunned. And it had yeah. so many components to it. The anniversary date of her and her husband, you know, the um, just the whole mm-hmm. factor. So Godspeed Big us yes. all. Okay, yes, 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 sir. Yeah, lots of yeses here. <laughs> and thank you, Heist. Thank yeah. you, Heist, for your knowing, even though you don't consciously know, you knew to play the baby song on October 24th. So there you go. <laughs> Great. Okay, that's wonderful. Anybody else? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to say my stepson died of AIDS back in the 90s worked at a suicide hotline right up to the end. And, What's uh, his name? Uh, I'm sorry, you b- broke up. Can you say that again? Steve. Steve? Steve? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, um, and that was really traumatic because my wife and I, you know, watched him deteriorate for six years. But he worked at a suicide hotline. And I would say I hope that the positive feedback that we gave to Mary because she sounded like she was a perfect candidate for somebody calling into a suicide hotline. Because I uh, talked to him a lot about working at a suicide hotline. And uh, that's why I wanted to ask that question, because she had me really scared. Because uh, she yeah. was perfect somebody calling in to a suicide hotline. She was at the end of a rope. And, and if anybody was sensitive enough to see that, she was on the verge. So uh, hopefully it helped. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm getting and, yes. Her connection with this call helped. Yeah, I I, I thought it might have. Yeah. And did tell, tell me, did your were, were you asking about where your son is now? Were you, was that your son? You said. Uh we we've, we've done that. He's fine. He, he's yeah. Get uh, into it, but he. Uh, he was uh, initiated into something that I've been involved in for a long time, and, and believe me, he's, he's just fine. Good, good, good. Oh, good. Anybody, okay. anybody else got a question? Going once. Going twice. No, so you, you, you can ask about... Your pets, you can ask about your friends, you can ask about your family, you can ask... You can ask about your uh, guides. Yeah, yeah. Terry, uh, Nevada. Hey, Terry. Hey, Terry. Hi. Uh, it's my sister holding back her progress by her attitude toward the place she's at. Oh, you know, I we can't I we I can't, can't answer, answer that. I can't answer that right. without her permission. Um, okay. Is it? Let's. How about this? Is is what we're doing on the having her on the healing list and sending her? Let's send her ten seconds. Is that helping? I'm getting a yes. Let's, anybody yes. wants to yes. join in? We'll do ten seconds for Chris. Where is Chris? In Elgin, Illinois. Okay. Uh, here goes ten seconds. Sending her loved one.
for her highest and greatest good and honoring her free will. Okay, good. Thank, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Anybody else? Yeah, hi, Joyce, Raiden. Um, hi, Raiden. Yeah, let me see. What's the question? <laughs> well, I'm kind of in a, a place to where um, a lot of money I was counting on came in each month, and it's not going to. And so what I'm attempting to figure out is, uh, you know, I'm shifting gears here to figure out, you know, where to put my energy and, and what to do, you know, because I'm still doing a lot of rehabilitation. I'm not quite right yet. Um, um, I guess uh, they know what I'm doing, Terry and everyone. Um, yes. Do I just keep on going forward with the way it is, or, or should I yes. do some uh, changes or something? No, no, you stay on the same path that you're on. I'm getting yes for okay. that, and I'm getting no for changing it. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so, um, okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. I, I, I want to ask a question, okay? Yep. Raiden lives in Sedona, and he has been going through a lot of issues as a result of a number of accidents on his body being twisted. And he's working very hard at relieving that problem. He's been going to uh, different therapies. And I'm asking the question, since he's in Sedona... And and, uh, and is this okay with you, Raiden, that... When he's asking, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's a general question. Um, if I do a laying on of hands with Satan uh, for healing, will we get support for that from Bob? And might that be effective? Um, yes, and yes. Okay, so we'll put that on our agenda as something to do. Okay, um, any more questions? Uh, it's Judy. I just want to pipe up about Bob. Um, okay. I love. First of all, I don't know why I love the name Bob for the energy. It just gives me a, a lift. Um, uh, I'm very much into Christ consciousness, but I have called on Bob and Terry also for healing. Um, is there a, I know when it mentioned there's a special way to call on Bob or something, I can't remember what it was. Is there something along those lines? A special way. I'm, well, I, I'm getting a yes, but I don't know what to tell you. When do you remember that? You said there was a special way that to call on Bob for remote or some kind of healing? Well, I would yeah, imagine it, like... it just there's a high intention in yourself and a quiet meditation yeah. with that intention. I don't know what else one would do. Hey, Bob, please help. All of the above. <laughs> I'm getting a yes for... I'm getting a yes for 
everything that was just said. <laughs> I have called on Bob and Terry, and I have had pretty um, surprisingly quick results, and I just feel that that yeah. is a uh, it's a good combo. Yeah, right now I'm get, getting I'm getting a yes. <laughs> Bob, Terry, and team. Hmm. That's a yes. Who has a question that is is they really have it you just need an extra little boost of encouragement to to go ahead and ask it. It's safe to ask it. Um well, I suppose we all have our own uh imaginings of what's safe and what's not, but but uh you you might take a chance. You might uh might uh consider just throwing it out there and seeing seeing what you get. Because there's a, a lot of love on, on this, a lot of love coming through this pendulum one way or the other for you. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, I'm getting a big yes on what I just said, but also go, 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 go. What's your question? Go ahead. I just, it's Ken from Mississauga. Is anybody, can you hear me? I, yes, I can. I I just I think we might have a little bit of a miracle. My wife uh, put a uh, picture of Saint Petra, my stepfather, and we he he's got to quit drinking because of his. I shouldn't be saying public, whatever. He's got to quit uh, drinking because of his medical condition, medicine he's on, and he he actually quit. She put the we put a little prayer and we put a Saint Petra by his bedside. He hasn't drank uh-huh. in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm wondering yeah, if that's helping. I'm wondering if we're getting support from the other side for him. I'm, get, I'm getting a big great. yes the whole time you're talking. It's really great. My mother somewhat, my mom My mom used to do prayers over people to heal them, and she said she, that was like 30 years ago at the prayer group in the, um, in, in the Catholic Church. But we think it's helping them, and I think he does believe in God, and he, he was almost dead before with that infection, but... Um, I think he's still, I'm going to call there. I, I think he's still been sober now for a couple of weeks. So wow. I'm hoping, if, if, if not, can I hope the other side to keep helping him stay sober? He know, he wants to stay sober, but it's just to give him the willpower if they can. But I really hope yeah, that he... I'm, I'm getting the yes that they, they're there. For, if he wants it, they're there for him. Yes, he wants to help. So at least I think he does, he seems like he wants to help. He's really proud of himself. So let's just keep... If they can keep helping them try to get the willpower to stay off the booze. He's yeah. drank his whole life, yeah. so uh, he was sober for a year once. But I really hope because I he supports my mother a lot, and uh, he is a good guy. Really helped me. So yeah. I just hope that they could continue doing what they're doing. We appreciate it. Really do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. Anybody Maybe that, else? That's when you. And my brother, too, he needs healing. <laughs> he just got treatment from cancer. And so if they could sort of help him out, that would be really appreciated. Give him the courage to make put the him, treatment work. Put him in the light. How about if we put them both in the right. light? What's your... The light, what, yeah. What my brother's name's Jeff. My, he's Jeff, and Jeff is my brother, and my stepfather's Paul. Jeff is in okay, Thunder where, Bay. Where they, yeah, there you go. Jeff's in Thunder Bay, and Paul yeah. is in Toronto. Okay. And I, we, I really thank them for helping. Thank them for helping us. I, I believe that uh, they, Jeff does believe in spiritual healing. I just, if they can help him a little more, or just help that the treatment he got will work. 
Okay, well, here we go. Ten oh. seconds for Jeff and Paul. Ready, yeah. go. Okay. Hooray. There's a big yes. Very much. much. <laughs> You're welcome. Anybody else? No. I think what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? Yep. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a little bit of one of our live sessions with Terry that was in 2019 where I was questioning about the Christ consciousness. So I'm going to mute everybody. Okay. Hold on. Do you know how many people are on the healing list? So we can do our best to be done by noon or five of noon or whatever it is that we need to be for BBS. Um, Ija, do you know how many people? Um, I'm just trying to write out Ken's um, healing request, uh, but there are three three people and four people, including Ken's brother. Is it Ken's brother, Jeff, from Thunder Bay, and his stepfather, Paul, from Toronto? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Really appreciate it. We we really. I gotta tell real quickly. I'm just gonna say I think I've been following your group closely. I think it's helped me a lot here in Saga. And I think wife, all you guys. I really love all you guys. You know, it's like coming to a nice family meeting. I know everybody. I'm getting to know people now really good. You guys are like my family. Uh, oh, so maybe if you can listen to this re- to the replay of this, or you can yes, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, you know. thank you very much. Oh, I will. Thank you, Ken. Yeah, when? appreciate it, everybody. Go for yeah. it. <laughs> so win win. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to uh, play this. And what time is it now? We'll play about a half hour of it, okay? I think. And uh, if we go over, we'll, we'll be off of BBS. But if anyone well, on BBS wants the, to get on Why don't we do do the healing list first? Because there might be some people from BBS. Um, um, but I don't know. I don't think it changes the flow, okay? So Let's, I think I'd rather play it. So, did somebody say, yeah, Terry? I I said, let's listen to Terry. Yeah, let's listen to Terry. Yeah, let's listen to the recording. Yeah. And, I mean, this is, this is the voice of the person that we've been communicating with through joy, but we can't get a verbal message from. And this is one of her great, they're all great channelings, but this is one of them. And let's see what happens. Call in the light to create a protective frequency, and then we're going to ask questions about the topic. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light. All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. Myself, 
and each person on this line. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our soul. And we invite those sources that are positive service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Yes, we greet you in the love light of one infinite creator. We are delighted to be with each and every one of you. And we take a moment and we center ourselves with the frequencies of the third density and with each and every one of you, we come directly to you. We do not come to the telephone line. That is the voice. We come directly to you. Originally, we tried to come to the telephone line when we were learning how to project ourselves into the um, schematics of the call. However, we were getting all wound up in all the um, transformers and all the wires, and this did not work. So we come directly to each and every one of you. How do we know that you are there? We feel your own particular frequency. Every single person has his her own identifying frequencies that make up their body matrix and their soul matrix. So everyone has their own identifying frequency signature. And that is how we can come directly to you. And when you are connected to the line, your frequencies are also um, activated uh, and we can see your own particular glow. If we ever say anything that does not make sense to you or see resonate with you, then disregard it as it is not meant for you at that time. Do you have questions? Well, the first thing is I just mentioned that, you know, I just did a fairly long preamble before I brought you in. And I didn't understand this at first. 
I used to think I did it just to get myself centered. But it feels like when I do that, I start the activation of frequencies. So it's a clear connection with you. Am, am I accurate there? Because sometimes people think, why is Wynn talking so long? When is he going to get to the channeling? And I think that's the reason. Well, it is um, not only you, but each and every person on the call is brought to a point that the energies can um, coalesce and get, people get a um, reality factor on what is happening. It is like a tune where these frequencies begin to come in and each and every person begins to be tuned to the point that they can uh, understand and grasp um, what is happening. And uh, as a uh, introduction chapter, because the individuals on the line are at all different points, in their awakening process and in their own development and in their own understanding and their own ability to feel the frequencies to begin to tune to a high thread. Yes. Okay. And... In my preamble, is there anything I said that wasn't close to accurate? It was all part of the tuning process. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is approximation, but it is bringing it is beginning to tune, like when you tune in a radio, it may not be quite in focus, quite on the station, but it is bringing it into range. Thank you. Um, could Terry move her microphone a little closer? She's a little faint. Okay. That's better. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. So the topic today was discerning the Christ consciousness. Now, we, ha we have a multiple uh, frequencies on these calls, including the Christ consciousness, including the Elohim consciousness. And um, am I accurate when I say that? Yes, we uh, allied with the, the Elohim and the raw consciousness. Parts of it have allied to bring a wider range of frequencies to you, a bigger footprint, so that people have a better chance of being able to tune. But as I understand it, the Christ consciousness is probably 
the easiest thing for the majority of people to access. Could we say that's true? It is like there's a back door and a front door. Cherry doesn't understand what we're going to say. There's a back door and a front door. Um, so the, the Christ consciousness, um, somebody may not be able to access it because they hear fixed opinions that take them out of the frequency range of um, the Christ consciousness. The Christ consciousness is the most harmonious collection of frequencies that people are able to access and able to live more harmonious and get along better and have an easier time in their life if they are tuning to the Christ consciousness frequencies. So they are able to um, access the frequencies to the degree of their awakening and their development. Um, we say that it's um, it's not that it's easiest for them to access. But if they can feel those frequencies, then they may not be awake enough to be able to express those frequencies and live those frequencies. But if it's not the easiest to access because they hear their own um, deviance from those frequencies. It may be a hard uh, set of frequencies to follow because it takes one into a pathway of uh, the lessening of the ego because the ego gets in the way of expressing those frequencies because one may be um, in a category of wanting uh, lots and lots of uh, material things. And this then can interfere with them accessing the Christ consciousness. Um, so it isn't the easiest thing for people to access, um, but when one is able to set aside um, things that would interfere with the Christ, the expressing the Christ consciousness, then they live the most harmonious, the most loving, the most caring life, and a lot of problems disappear. Now, when one says the Christ consciousness, one immediately connects it to Jesus. But 
as I see it, it's really a a bridge to a higher realm. Yes, don't and forget, you, it's not just the Christ consciousness, it's uh, the Trinity. Yeah. The uh, Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Okay, I'll come back to that in just a moment. But I just want to clarify. Can someone who who has not been a Christian, who does not relate to the idea of Jesus, can they still manifest a teacher? Can they still manifest the Christ consciousness? Or, or... Yes, the principles apply. It is not necessary for them to know of Jesus, but the principles apply in all cases. The the principles are universal. And also, if someone uses the word Jesus or the Holy Spirit or whatever, that does not necessarily mean they're bringing through the Christ consciousness, does it? A person can use the name, but they may have adopted it without understanding as it uh, can get attention. Mm-hmm. And we do have a huge negative on the other side that is looking for every way to manipulate and control this realm. And can that negative Sometimes to manipulate and control their own manifestation, their own agenda, their own um, environment that they see. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, can a trickster use the word Jesus, even identify themselves as Jesus or Sananda? or Yeshua, some of the names of Jesus, is it is it commonplace for a trickster service to self-entity on the other side to try to trick people into thinking they're, they're connecting with Jesus? Yes, they may. They may use their own ideas and label it Jesus and attempt to reroute a bunch of devout Christians into their own particular um, group and that can be uh, is some of the um, religious groups have gotten into trouble uh, by using Jesus' name and then using it for their own agenda uh, we give one example as the certain pedophile priests in the Catholic Church who have been exposed and have been in the media news. Mm-hmm. And in ancient Egyptian times, the exact same thing happened with the rock group. That after their manifestation through Rata, 
and when they were doing miracles and manifesting bodies and building pyramids, the priesthood took the name Ra, but it was not the Ra group. But most people, when they hear the name Ra, they think of Ra the sun god, which was the manifestation of the negative priesthood in Egypt for thousands of years. And I just thought it's, it's part of the standard operating procedure of the negative to find positive points of reference and then try well, to own we, them. Well, we don't really like the word negative because each individual, it's a, a loving of many agendas into one uh, category. Um, the the um, uh, you could break it down into a desire for power, a desire for control, a desire for money, a desire for um, ma- uh, material goods, uh, prestige, which are uh, derailing in many cases of the uh, true purpose. The um, in the heaven realm, you do not have these uh, derailings, the, the, the material goods. The, um, it, they are not needed in the other realm, and but the certain groups, for instance, the priesthood in um, Egypt uh, had their own way of doing things, uh, which included material wealth and power and control, and then they used whatever means they could to seize more of it. So if they had access to information from the law group, which indicated how to do miracles or how to impress people, then they adopted them and attempted to fit them, fit these things in to their way of collecting material wealth and their way of operation. Mm-hmm. Well, for example, as I understand it, when the Ra group was doing that manifestation through Ra-Ta, they were totally accessible to the people, not the yes. elite, but everybody. And, yes, and and the, the priesthood expressed great interest because of their orientation and their uh, desire to enhance their position. Yeah, the priesthood was also showing great interest and perhaps a little bit of jealousy because uh, that that manifestation was getting a huge amount of attention from the people. And yes, they, they desired to uh, remove the energies through their own group. Right. And then instead of making it available to everyone, they were making an elite 
that would have the inside track of the yes, information. that would be in coordination with the priesthood. Yes, right. So they would make their buildings more ornate, more better. People would contribute more money because of their new uh, orientation, their new understandings. People would come uh, into their group more easily. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's very common in the way this realm works that when there's an intervention from the highest of the positive on the other side, the negative will always attempt to take it over and and use it for their own own uh, goals. Again, they did not think of themselves as negative. They thought of themselves as the leaders, the wiser, the more knowledgeable the uh, group that people needed to come to and be subservient to. Mm-hmm. Now there's you know something to be said on their behalf is that in the higher realms free will is a fundamental principle. And when it gets... It is a fundamental principle of the universe because each person has their own frequency, their own soul signature, which creates its bound, its space, its um, purpose, its... um, Manifestation, it creates its own manifestation. But in the lower realms, there's... Now, you can just follow me along on this. In the lower realms, in our realm, obviously, free will is not always elevated. And maybe there's times when there's good reason for that, because otherwise no one would be in jail, and we would have anarchy, and there would be no control over people's deviant behaviors, because it would be written off as that's their free will to express. You want to make a comment on that? Well, let's say that all law enforcement was eliminated, then a violation of other people's will would be objected to by the other people, and eventually law enforcement would evolve because the people are expressions in the in back of everything, everything is the he. Everything is capital H E he. And they innately are 
expression of God. And they do not like to have their expression shunted, chopped, or abbreviated. And so one of the lessons that is learned in the third density is to be able to grant free will to other people, but not to be walked all over or not to be dishonored. It's as a God frequency, they honoring and loving your neighbor is important. And it, people will um, need to stand up for their own self. So uh, there is a natural curtailing of um, just people that dishonor the free will of others. Mm -hmm. That is recognized, too, by the elite who have the... Subjected 
to the days of the moon, if the moon is more uh, full, then it tends to have a gravitational pull that pulls on the energies of an individual person and the energies of their own mind and tends to even um, get their mind uh, unstuck from where it's been and can be a very unsettling time during a full moon. Um, But that person is their own self, which if they have eliminated the animosities, uh, the uh, problems that they have taken on from others, from their surroundings, then they can move into their own self and their own loving self, their own abilities to give and to take and to be in harmony with it all, to not get all stuck up in some problem and all emotional <clears throat> that they can totally be themselves. Now, what does a person have to do <laughs> to access this consciousness? It is usually uh, wise to not try to be there all at one time (coughs) because there are many aspects that a person is expressing. We have mentioned a number of them. For instance, one of them is the astrology. So if you try to get there all at once and it's full moon and then (coughs) the energies of the full moon are pulling gravitationally upon one's mind and one is not their mind. One is not their mind. One is not their body. If the effects of the astrology of the moon of the political climate are all pulling upon the person, then it um, can, there's too many factors, so one could address them <coughs> by sitting still for a while every day and seeing what thoughts come up and not doing anything about the thoughts except viewing them and letting them pass through. And eventually, I, one idea can generate many, many ideas, but instead of acting on any of the ideas, to just let them dissipate. Um, and eventually, they will. And when they are totally dissipated, and in the core of it, the reasons for it, what has happened traumatically in the past that has um, made an agenda within the person 
uh, payback agenda that they feel they have to have a certain belief system. And if they have a certain belief system, whatever it is, then orients them towards certain frequencies. And so it is a lot to um, to view and see what is going on and to be able to just let the thoughts play through and to um, eventually dissipate. And one can you know, go out to another environment and be able to have the environment move them out of that range more rapidly. Uh, and, and then it will come back again when it's triggered. There's triggers that uh, come in, and when a trigger comes in, then it can generate a whole um, belief system and all the thoughts involved with that belief system. So finding out about one's own self can help one to wake up. Also being uh, sensitive to what is other frequencies, another frequencies. One might take a picture uh, and look at the picture and see if they can see the frequencies generated by the person in the picture. Everyone has their own set of frequencies. Then if one is being impinged by um, the energy from a certain person, one can eventually begin to recognize it. This is the frequency of... Uh, Mary, this is the frequency of another person, and begin to eventually distinguish, but do not be too hard on yourself if, if, if you do not succeed at first. Um, it is a process, not something one can do all in one minute, although we are not saying it is impossible, one could maybe make the jump in a short time, but it maybe needs to be taken apart little by little, what are all the factors involved. Sometimes uh, if someone has a strong orientation and a strong triggering that happens to them, then they could get um, from a good uh, past life to uh, have them work with the person to see what is a triggering incident, say, in the past. Um, It is a long process sometimes, so do not be discouraged with yourself if it doesn't appear you don't get where you want to be to be able to sit in the Christ consciousness and be as Christ uh, if, if it does not come about immediately. 
okay, we're going to um, close that and go to the healing list. And um, this is when live. And uh, we'll probably go over a little bit. It's 12.57. And we're going to be off BBS in three minutes. And we'll probably go five minutes or six or seven minutes over on, on our conference line. So if you're on BBS, thank you for listening. I just want to reiterate that all our call phone numbers are listed on the spiritchannel.net, the spiritchannel.net, plus over 2,000 archives of calls like the one you just heard of Terry's channeling. And we're here every Sunday, and we kind of do what we did today, whatever that was, <laughs> in our own way. And uh, let me uh, get CJ here. CJ, are you there? I am here. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So, um, to get on the healing list, go to in the light dot intelligent dash infinity dot com in the light dot intelligent dash infinity dot com and you'll come up with a web form just fill it out and you'll be on okay and even I mean they've told us in the past that they're monitoring that list even if you're not on the Sunday call as soon as you put your request in there it gets activated. So over to you, CJ. Oh, excuse me. Thank this you. is Joy. May I interject I, even even more than I already have? <laughs> um, <laughs> I I just would like to I'd like to know if it, if the group would like us to do the ten seconds, you know, silent focus like we just did before with a few people after every request. I mean, if you if you're if you want to support that request, um, is it okay to have 10 seconds of silence after each one? Well, you know what? I think that's a, that's a good idea. Okay? Can you hear me? Okay. Okay. I can hear you. Yeah. I mean, okay. we're not doing verbal, res- verbal responses to the requests. But we can yeah. do 10 seconds and, uh, of, of intention intention projection, you know? Right, yeah, and, positive uh, support for the highest and greatest good anyone, honoring free will. I don't think anyone will have an objection to that, all right? Okay. 